on the Johnny Taco Show. Buenos dias. This is Filthy Rich from Praise Against the Machine. And you're listening to Johnny Tacos and special guest on the Johnny Taco Show. What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here. Again, we have the origin stories where I take a band that rocks people's faces and I dissect them. And the reason why I'm saying dissect them is because it's all about blood. And it's the blood of Christ. And through cleansing is where the blood comes from. I don't know. I am getting myself all 80. Did I take my medicine today? I'm not sure. We'll find out. But I just want to let you know this is the ending. Uh, the We're coming to an end on this month of uh, domestic abuse awareness and just letting you know that if you are involved in that kind of predicament and you don't know a way out, there is help. There, There is a uh, several references if you're in the ellis county you can go to the heights of elliscounty.com they can give you the references they can help you find a job because so many times uh when you have someone that is overpowering you mentally physically uh, they want to alienate you from friends family even workplace because they wanted the whole uh, 100% power over you, but the heights of ellis.county.com will take care of you. Uh, they'll find the right places for you to cohabitate. Uh, they have a, uh, a program where you can get brand new clothes to get that awesome job that you so deserve. And just remember you are a survivor. You're not a victim. Um, we can't help. And if you need any more help, you can come on to the Johnny Taco show. My wife, uh, Amanda is a part of the Heights and I can, I can uh, connect you with her as well. So again, the Heights of Ellis County dot org dot org. Cause it's an organization. All right. We are here. We are happy in this morning. Uh, everybody looks happy. And, and just to let you know, this is not brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee, even though I did send out the thing, and I look like I'm in ambient light, like I'm holy light here. Hold on. All right. Um, we are here with Blood Comes Cleansing. Hey, guys. What's up, Michael, Jeremy, and Zach? What's going on? All right. So uh, tell us a little bit about your band for all the new uh followers all the new fans that you're going to get out of this episode so just kind of the, the beginnings how we started in the beginning god so, created the world in the beginning there was a band called betray with a kiss and uh i joined that band um and shortly after i joined that band i was playing guitar with them and shortly after that we got a cease and desist letter from some band that was like up in illinois or something like that uh but they told us that that was their name and we couldn't use it anymore. So uh, me and the guys in that band kind of were like, well, what do we do? You know, we got to change our name. Um, so after talking to one of my buddies, a guy named Josh uh, from back in Auburn, Alabama, where I lived at the time, 
it's where I grew up. And uh, he was like, man, I, you know, I have this name that I was going to use for a metal band, you know, that we're never going to get off the ground. So you can have it if you want it. And I was like, oh, cool, man. What is it? He said, with blood comes cleansing. And I was like, dude, I love it. I was like, that sounds really awesome. Let me ask the guys. And uh, the rest of the guys that were in Betray With a Kiss loved it as well. So we switched our name uh, from Betray With a Kiss to With Blood Comes Cleansing. That was probably, I'm thinking late 2004 or early 2005. Um, so that that's how it started. And since then, um, everybody was, that was in that band, Betray With a Kiss, left. Um, Scott came in the band next, who is not with us today on the interview. Um, and then, uh, Michael came around for a little bit and we had several member swaps and, um, then Zach and, uh, Crane joined us at the end of last year and the beginning of this year, um, when we started to try to bring everything back around. Um, but that's a, that's a brief history. I can get into more detail, whatever you want, but that's a, that's the quick, the quick and dirty. <laughs> and, and also just to let you know that that is Jeremy Sims right there that was talking. He did not say, hi, I'm Jeremy Sims. <laughs> hi, and, I'm Jeremy Sims. And, I play guitar in the Blake I'm cleansing. <laughs> I played a good fiddle for this band over here in Georgia. It's, it's kind of a country band with a little twist. Southern rock. Southern rock. Little yeah. southern rock, little uh, southern metal. There we go, southern metal. That that should be your genre now. Because I, I had my wife listen to it, and she's more on the countryside. And she goes, "Why is it so loud?" I go, "Well, if you can't have it loud, you you know you don't you can't put it in a, a little uh, soft rock kind of stage." Uh, all right, after Kenny we, G, we, we really have... hit the loud button hard when we were recording it. So you turn it to a th to eleven. You turn the volume to eleven. Oi. All right, For so, optimal listening, make sure you listen to it like elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> Which should be in all elevators, uh, just to say to all the business people, if you have an elevator, you have to play with blood comes cleansing 24-7. Uh, <laughs> there would be two ways that come out, either heart attacks or, or heavy metal bangers. <laughs> So hey, but uh, but anyways, let's let's go. Uh, we had a little bit of the intro of the band. Um, mm -hmm. Let's let's introduce the gentlemen of the band. All right, so this is uh, Michael Crane, not Michael Kane, not the the old uh, celebrity. He thinks he's a celebrity, yeah. right? Right, Crane? Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for my my books to get published too. Uh, my name is Michael Crane. Uh, everybody just calls me Crane. Um, I play bass uh, for With Blood Comes Cleansing. Um, yeah, everybody just calls me Crane because there's already another Michael, so we just go last name with me. So, and dude, how long? Crane way before that, dude. We've been calling you Crane yeah. for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I actually knew and grew up with the guys in With Blood Comes Cleansing. Um, we're essentially from the same hometown. Um, you know, they were the the heavy band, and then we were the other attempt to be heavy band, as Jeremy would say. Um, <laughs> So, you know, we, we, we get to play shows together um, and then also just kind of cross paths all the time. They'd be on the road. We'd be on the road and I'd be talking with Scott, you know, well, we, we were the we were the ones that drove night shifts. Um, so, yeah, none of those guys forever um, had the honor again to play with them uh, in pieces throughout the years. And then kind of when we got pieced back together, uh, the guys offered for me to come be a part of it. So it's a it's an honor to be able to uh play music with some of my best friends and also be able to serve at the same time in the ministry. So 
Awesome. And what about you, Zach? Mr. Attack. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how to change that name. Um, but, uh, yeah, so my name is Zach Lewis. Uh, I play drums. Um, yeah, I've, I've known Jeremy. Well, there's a band we used to open up for that for with blood, like, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years ago. And so, um, I knew them, you know, thought, thought they were always thought they were great, super nice guys. And, uh, when I had the opportunity to play, um, they had, a, they were looking for somebody to, to play drums. And, um, I was like, I don't like I, we have a, a mutual friend. His name's Tank, and he gave Jeremy my number. And he was like, "Hey, um, you know, maybe try try this guy out, you know, and see." And I was like, "I, I don't know, I don't know, man. Like, I'm more of like a hardcore drummer, not metal as much. So, uh, I'll give it a go." And so, <clears throat> worked worked pretty worked really hard to try to to try to get in the band. And when they asked me to be in the band, it was just it was a huge honor. And um, again, like Crane said, it's you know it's I made some new friends, but the, the ministry part of it is where my heart's at. Um, I don't think I would ever do bands outside of that. So that was that was pretty cool. And you know, putting putting it together, it's kind of like a powerhouse. You know, each each one of y'all came from a different uh, background, right? Um, so, how long have you been um, associated with your instrument? Um, you know, how long have you been playing? Uh, we'll start with Jeremy. Um, I started playing guitar right around the time I joined Betray with a Kiss or started with Blood Comes Cleansing. Um, so I guess that was probably maybe maybe a year or so before that. That was probably back in 2000, late 2003, uh, 2004. Well, you so, do look like you're about 12 with a. <laughs> I'm, I'm 38. Yeah. I'm actually quite old. <laughs> you're still a baby compared phones. to me. Yeah, you got nine <laughs> um, years under me, so. But I, uh, I played, you know, pretty aggressively practice, you know, things like that when the band was going a lot. And then when in 2008, when we decided that we were going to stop touring and stop playing, I pretty much set the guitar down. I was just kind of burned out with all of it, you know, um, just kind of left it alone. I kept most of my stuff, you know, my gear and stuff like that. I still kept my guitar and a few little amps here and there. But I had uh, I put it down pretty much up until maybe around when COVID kicked off. I started playing again a little bit, um, kind of here and there. And um, in the past year, I've been pretty actively playing again, um, trying to get a little better than what I used to be. So, um, but yeah, so I guess kind of on and off over the past, gosh, I guess it's 20 years now. Wow. Uh, time goes by fast when you're, when you're having fun, right? Right. Right. <laughs> so, so going, uh, going through here, um, some of your, how long, uh, Hey Michael, how long have you uh, been playing the bass? Well, funny story. Uh, I've been playing the bass for a year now, uh, but I've been I played guitar for about twenty six years. Um, so they give me the old, if you can play a guitar, you can play a bass. Um, so yeah, I've been playing string instruments for about twenty six years. Um, so kind of the same thing. I grew up small child playing guitar, um, played in various bands, um, and then kind of got into recording at home. So kind of really just on and off um, myself to taking on careers and stuff, but uh, actively just playing, you know, like I said, maybe 26 years or so as a string instrument, but it's kind of a dream because I've always wanted to play bass because I'm like, we get to sit in the pocket and have the most fun. I was like, all the stress on the guitar. I was like, 
if I get off just a little bit, I don't think nobody will flip out. But I was like, you hit a sour note on a guitar, and everybody's like, uh-uh, that's not it. So <laughs> I, I, I feel bad. I get to have, I feel like I get to have the most fun. Um, but I actually uh, absolutely love bass, so I get to play the instrument that I've wanted to because I, I, I believe with metal, being able just to go crazy on stage is, is the goal. So I love the instrument itself. Well, the, the main question is, do you slap or do you pick the bass? Slap the bass, man. Um, I They kind of joke on me. I always told them, I was like, all right, if I'm going to play bass, I'm going to be just like Fieldy and Corn, um, have the bass all the way down to the ground, sit there and hit my thumb. But uh, I've, I've, I play with a pick, um, but I've kind of, as we integrate into kind of more technical, faster new songs, like we've been writing, um, actually just finger technique seems to be the most uh, accommodating because a pick kind of limits you. So I kind of do a little bit of a hybrid, uh, but every once in a while I might slap during a set, during a slide for fun, but just kind of a traditional bass playing approach, I guess. Yeah. And when you were saying, uh, if you could play guitar, you could play bass. I was thinking about the dodgeball. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah. So, so my- it, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a joke. I, mean, I was like, how you gonna have the best guitar player playing bass and but it's it's all in good fun because jeremy and scott are both super talented guitarists and um you know wrote these amazing songs that we're fortunate enough to get to play so it's um you know it's it's been pretty awesome i love it so it, it gave me an excuse to buy more gear because i already have too many guitars now uh so then i had to go tell my fiance hey babe i have to go buy a really expensive bass now um so it just gave me an excuse to buy more gear so thanks guys all right, and how did you get away with it? That's what that's what all the husbands would like to know on the show. How did you get away with buying an expensive bass? Um, well, um, just hide it in the closet. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think, um, yeah, just communication and, hey, this is the tool I need to do my job to serve in the ministry. And, um, yeah, that's kind of how it works out. And then every time we go to the store, she wants somebody. So, yeah, go ahead. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. So I, I probably have about another three months of telling her to treat herself, and then I'm going to have to cut that off. So, <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Zach? Uh, how long have you been uh, beating on the drums? So, um, uh, well, my mom always tells me um, – my mom always said, you know, water boy. Um, she said <laughs> I started when I was three. And I'm like, mom, that, that ain't no way. But I've always, I've always been in church. Uh, I played before I could actually sit on like the drum throne. I had to stand up and play. So I probably played. I, I still play in church today. So it's been like a lifelong thing. Um, started playing heavier music probably when I was, uh, I don't know, 13, 14, and kind of toyed around in some bands. Um, the last band I was in before with Blood. I was probably, I don't know, it's probably 10, 15 years ago. I, I can't even remember it all now, but um, it all kind of blur. It's all kind of blurry. But um, yeah, as far as playing heavy music, this is the heaviest that I played and the most that I've actually enjoyed. So, and I tell you that the music is heavy. It's it is a good alarm kind of uh, kind of music to get you up and running, you know, or, or give like I said, or a heart attack, but. Hey, it just depends on your age, right? So, um, with with this band going out on tour, um, you're touring pretty pretty soon with uh, bands like Gideon and uh, Norma Jean. How does that feel to to just start like um, 
being able to perform with with such great artists? So we're we're not touring. We're just doing shows with them, mostly just one offs. Um, the most of us have jobs and families and things like that. So with Blood Comes Cleansing, we'll not be touring, um, but we will do one off shows whenever we can. Um, but yeah, I mean, playing Norma Jean was a very influential band to get me into heavy music. Actually, I think they were called Ludicrous uh, back then. Yep. Um, but they were a very influential band just to get me in heavier music from like, say, Slipknot or Craig Filth or whatever I used to listen to, you know, back in the day. Um, so getting to play with them, we played with them a couple of times now. Um, and that was surreal, you know, being able to play with them and Gideon. We used to play with Gideon all the time back when we were touring a lot. They they were from kind of the Alabama, Georgia area. Uh, so we play with them a lot. So it's really cool to reconnect with them, you know, and and see how much success that they've had. That That's really awesome. And and y'all being able to go over there and and play and to, you know, just just show the, the fans that, hey, you can be up there with them. Um, have y'all have y'all ever did that before in previous bands? Where what was the farthest that y'all ever uh, played? With with blood comes cleansing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we so we toured the the country. I mean, we played in every state except for Hawaii, Alaska, and Rhode Island. Um, so we had we lapped the country many many times. You know, I think one time one year we played almost three hundred shows or something like that. So I mean, we were constantly going around and around the United States from around 2005, six, seven, and the beginning of eight. Um, so we, we, yeah, we toured everywhere. So right now you're kind of just, um, because of, uh, you know, your family and work and all that, like you said, you're just doing a couple of shows. Um, are you still going out to like California or Texas, um, recently? Yeah. You know, I think, for us, if the juice is worth the squeeze, then we will go, you know what I mean? Like, we're not trying to make any money off this band or, or anything like that. You know, we, we all have jobs and we're all very fortunate to be able to uh, not rely on this as a source of income. So that means, you know, if it can even close to pay for itself, then we would love to uh, to go and see the fans and take the message to people. Um, so that, yeah, I mean, we're totally down. Go to California, New York, wherever. We went to Texas and played that Monsters of Mosh. Uh, show which that was great got to see impending doom and gideon there made some new friends and uh peeling flesh and the last 10 seconds of life um so old friends like carnifex um signs of the swarm you know it was great to see them uh so yeah yeah i mean we're definitely open to go and travel as much as we can uh do y'all have any upcoming uh shows uh besides uh because we're doing you got barbecue fest coming up uh next week uh, isn't it next week? The fourth. Yeah. Next week. Right. So right. Uh, you got that coming up, which is awesome. Cause it's a huge lineup of great bands. Right. Right. Yeah. That one, um, on November 4th, we're super excited to play Douglasville, Georgia. Like we played, um, Douglasville, Georgia all the time back in the day. Right. Like Douglasville is almost kind of like a home show for us because we played there so much and now i mean crane and i live in the atlanta area and uh, zach's not too far north of the atlanta area you know so this this will be kind of a hometown show for us so we're super excited for it um but yeah i mean he is legend is playing which is awesome and norma jean and gideon um i am terrified um reclaim the empire there's some awesome bands 
Park Cake Party, I think, is coming back. Um, who else, Zach? Before there was Rosalind? Um, yeah, before there was Rosalind. Yeah, um, yeah. Hounds, I think, is one. Yeah, yeah. You got Manhack, too. Manhack, yes, yes dude. Those right. guys are super crazy. So we're excited about seeing them. So going back to the band, um, <laughs> so a, a band is like a, a family. And with that family, you know, you, you have people come and go. Uh, how, how do you feel this this uh, this reincarnation of the family going? Do y'all feel like you you got more songs in in the future coming up, or uh, you know you're gonna go at, go at it like full force? Yeah, I will. I'll I'll tell you kind of from my perspective, and I'll let them tell you about it. It's kind of new members of the family, right? But um, as being around since the beginning, you know, we have had members come and go. Um, and everybody that's been a part of with Blood Comes Cleansing, um, you know, has always had an awesome place and has always filled their role really well in the band, you know, um, always been super cool with our ministry and stuff like that. So that that's always been really good. And this latest iteration of it, you know, adding these two guys and Michael coming back and, you know, me and Scott, and it's just, it's great. You know, I think we have good chemistry. We all get along really well. We've been friends for some time, you know, and I think that, yes, we do want to write more music. I think that we are probably going to write the heaviest music that this band's ever seen, you know, going forward, because that was always our goal. With Blackham's Cleansing's goal has always been the heaviest band we could possibly be, um, you know, and man, in the past, you know, 15 years or so since we've been gone, there are some bands out there that have been really pushing that envelope, uh, you know, with bands like Peeling Flesh and Orphan and Body Snatcher and, you know, The Last 10 Seconds of Life, like all these bands are so heavy and we want to bring our sound a bit more modern, a bit more in line with what they're like, but still stay true to what we are, you know, and I think the addition of the new guys is going to help us do that. And I guess that's my perspective on it at least. Well, you know, uh, your genre has has got a lot of flack from Christian community and also from the secular community because you know, oh, they're a Christian band. They're they're not heavy. Which you know, uh, the song we're going to be playing at the end of the show will show that you're heavy. You're so heavy that um, you know you can't get on an airplane. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so. Um, with that genre has it been very hard to uh get shows that are non-christian because i know a lot of bands will do that um will go into the secular um shows just to go out there because that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to go out to the um uh we're supposed to go out and minister and bring the lost so has it been hard to to do that um, um uh, go ahead jeremy i'll say like over the years right like in the beginning um so when we first started everything um there weren't very many christian bands that had this sound and that were this heavy and honestly back in that time it was harder to get like shows at christian venues and non-christian venues right people at churches and stuff would hear us and be like oh no not not in this house <laughs> you know um but the bars i mean <laughs> most of the time you can't understand our lyrics. So they just thought we were whatever, you know, if we we're playing with Whitechapel or whoever it may be, you know, they, they just thought we were the same as them, you know, and we never really had an issue getting shows at uh, non-Christian venues. Um, we have experienced, you know, 
a little bit of like pushback from folks sometimes for being a Christian band and on those sorts of shows. But as far as venues go, we've always been welcome everywhere we went, you know, um, you know, maybe that's a God thing or something, but yeah, we've always been welcome. We've had a couple Christian places say, yeah, maybe not, maybe it's too heavy for what we want to do here. Um, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, in the beginning it was more Christian venues, churches that did not want to have us, not bars and clubs. Well, I've been seeing the growth in, um, in the metal community, the Christian metal community for festivals. You know, we have a festival here every year called metal grace. There's chains Unchained. there's, uh, the, the block in Oklahoma, I think, uh, rock the river. Uh, there's so, uh, so many and you, and you see the, the way of God saying, Hey, you know, this is music for about me to my children. I, I'm going to set the way I'm going to open up doors for, uh, the genre to go out there because that's what you do is y'all are ministers of minstrels. You know, you're, you're, you're out there, your, your, your lyrics are, are Christian lyrics. They're, they're holy lyrics, uh, you know, with a, with a thrashing, um, backdrop with, uh, with the music. And I got to tell you the drums, Zach, the drums, man, you just kill it you kill it um you know you know the drums are they're dead now you you had just totally destroyed you don't you don't have to keep going you like (laughs) went psycho on those drums man and and uh to me i'm a i'm a drummer guy i love listening to drums you know i i love like neil pert and uh the way he he did it um but having that drums and going from one one genre to to a heavier thing was that a big step on did you did you have to get new new set a new set some <laughs> yeah so um yeah well crane a crane is actually my head endorser so my drum head endorser he said every time we break one i'll buy you a new one so um i've been trying to hold him to that uh, as much as i can but yeah so I have had to add a few things. I will say that because going from the standard, you know, two Tom kick snare setup, I had to add a few more. Um, the speed is what, what I still, it's one of those things where you're always just trying to, trying to push. And so I've, I'll, I love the challenge. I welcome the challenge. And yeah, for me, um, something about heavy music, just, just in general, that's, it. it's like a, like you're giving, I don't know, I don't know, it, it may sound weird to say like you're giving more of yourself, like when you're doing it, like you're putting everything into it, as opposed to just like, you know, playing something kind of, kind of simple or soft or whatever. There's something about um, the heavier side of it. It feels like it's, it's every single part of you is, is having to work and having to push and um, battle, if you will. Um, you yeah, know, it's, I'm still not there. And they'll tell you that. Um, they tell me that all the time. Um, but uh, but yeah, I love it. I love it. And yeah, we give uh, we give Zach a very hard time. I think it's because we love him so much. Um, yeah, you know he he definitely. Um, I, I told him from the beginning. I said, "Look, man, I'll give you a free pass." I was like, "Start breaking stuff, and I'll buy it new because I want you to hit that hard." Um, so that that was the encouragement. Um, so I, I encourage him not to break his kick pedals though. Cause I don't think my pockets are that deep, but um, you know, we'll get there. But I mean, he's done a really good job of 
adapting the speed. I mean, he come from a very uh, creative background of drumming. Um, and, you know, he showed up his first day with like a tambourine and then like a cowbell on his kit. And we, we pretty much threw it all in the trash can. Um, and, uh, you know, me and Jeremy ride him the hardest. Um, you know, and, and, you know, uh, he's, he's just a, he's an easy target, but he's one of our brothers. And uh, he's finally learning to give it back to us, which is great. Um, and then even with live, you know, when we first started out and he was so focused, like on his drum set and he's in it. And I turn around a drum set and I'm like, this dude is in the, he's in the twilight zone with these drums. I was like, dude, look up at me and small. I'm like, Hey man, you got a, you got a 200 pound dude right in front of you. Like, Hey brother, let's have fun. Um, but he's done a really great job of, of just really getting comfortable, increasing his speed, uh, his dedication, his, uh, you know, uh, time he's taken for education of that style of drumming and really just investing in himself and his kit is like much appreciated. And, um, so yeah, it's been it's been fun to watch him go from one to another. Because for me, and I think Jeremy too, like we've been playing this heavy music forever, and this level. Um, so for us, it's just like, all right, let's just keep getting heavier. And uh, with Zach, he's like, wait, wait, wait. All right, let me <laughs> wait. What what do we need me to do here? I'm like, okay, 300 BPM on the double kick, and we need you to do it for like five minutes straight. Is that okay? And he's just like, uh. <laughs> Hey, you gotta quit inflating his ego. He's not gonna be able to get out of his car. He's hiding away from his family for. Well, we 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 when you said the drums were crazy, you know, kind of how with blood jokes and stuff like that. I was gonna say, well, Zach didn't tell you that after he recorded, then we went there and we actually like brought in a studio drummer and had him do all the parts, and then then we, then we put out the songs. <laughs> hey, now okay, now you deflated the ego. Okay, you can get out of your car now. But uh so what what is upcoming um where where can they get the merch because I went on your website and, and you go oh it's all it's all packed up so y'all can't get any merch until after uh after barbecue fest right That's pretty much what's going to happen so um we're kind of using the online store as to kind of get rid of some stuff after shows and things like that to dwindle down certain designs and stuff so usually We'll play something, you know, put it, put all the residual merch up on, up online, let you guys order it. We'll probably do actually a pretty good sell on some stuff after barbecue fest. We hope to post up maybe some residual stuff we have left over from barbecue fest, but then some of the older designs that we brought back, um, we're going to post those up for, for fairly cheap. Uh, so we will do probably a pretty big sale running into maybe like a black Friday and to Christmas. And not to be confused with black rifle coffee. Right. which we are right. still well, we not a sponsored. We We're still not <laughs> sponsored on the, on the origin stories, which I think it's a shame. I love their coffee. All right. Yeah, I really do. I, I think I did forget to take my ADD medicine. I'm like all over today, but you know what? Well, it wouldn't be a Johnny taco show without having that ever. But uh, we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, the song that we're going to be playing with, and listening to and just breathing it in and hopefully uh wake some of the people up from my voice uh what is the where where did this song come from is it because it's a medical terminology right right um i wish michael was here so he could give you a little bit more in depth about the lyrics and uh like the writing process of it but um, pericardial effusion has to do with like fluid around the heart and kind of like when Jesus died and the asphyxiation of that and how, you know, they pierced his side and the water flew, you know, kind of, uh, poured out of there, you know, so, 
Um, but the song musically uh, is the first song that we wrote whenever we got back together. Um, so it is the first song that we that we wrote together as this lineup. So that's pretty impactful to me, at least. You know, it was the the first one. All right. Well, is there anything you want to um, say to the to the upcoming um, metalheads that are that want to start a band, uh, or to the ones who are listening that are just lost and thinking, you know, I I can't I can't see God. I can't I can't play this music because I don't feel that I'm close to God. Is there any kind of words of encouragement that you can give our listeners right now? Um, I think one of the things that I like to say is even as Christians in the ministry, um, you know, we're all people and we're blessed enough to be, you know, sons of Jesus Christ. And I think one of the biggest things that I'd like to say for encouragement is, you know, life's tough for everybody and everybody has families and jobs, responsibilities and problems and addictions. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans and, and by the grace of Jesus and, you know, how God protects us every day. I think that, you know, there's always hope at the end of the tunnel. And even if you don't see it right now, um, God always provides his grace and, and his blessings and his perfect timing. So if you're in the middle of something, just know that um, you have a support system, that you're loved, um, and that the bright days are ahead of you. And, you know, we encourage you to lean into Jesus because he can use whatever situation that you've been in in life to be a blessing to somebody else who may be going through it. So God can prepare you to be a tool to bless other people. So keep your head up in that aspect. Amen. Y'all got anything, Zach, Jeremy? Um, and I would, I would say, I would add to that, that I think that, um, you, I mean, you can always shoot us a message on social media. If you, if you want to ever talk to us or come, come and talk to us at shows, I think it's one of those things where, Yes, we're ministering to people at the shows, but also um, social media is so big right now. I think we also want to want people to feel like they can reach out in that area as well and pass down anything that we have to them. Because for me, heavy music has always been a way I could connect with people and then also um, then present Jesus at that point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're I think we're always open and welcome to to talking and to uh yeah just just you know making new friends and um all that kind of stuff so yeah we're we're an open door as far as that goes awesome hey jeremy you got any words of encouragement uh for for the fa- uh, listeners yeah um a couple of things you know so back in 2004 2005 when with blood comes cleansing started we really felt like we were the only ones, you know, there might've been a couple of other people, but we're the only ones that we really knew and were really around that brought um, Christian lyrics and a spiritual message to this style of music, to really heavy uh, death metal, hardcore style music or deathcore music now. Um, so I feel like we're back to that day and age kind of again, now here we are in 2023 where there's not a lot of, you know, Christian representation within this genre, within heavy music genre. And so if you're listening to this and you play in a band and it's heavy, I encourage you, man, keep going, you know, guys, girls, whatever, just keep going, keep pushing, keep bringing your message because it's needed. Uh, you know, we, we lack representation out there and, and do it to the best of your abilities, you know, practice, do it well. You know, the days of getting a pass because you're a Christian band are gone. Um, you know, 
do it to the best of your abilities. Remember that when you do this, you're doing it for the Lord, like you do everything else in your life. So just be encouraged, um, be a good spirits. And yeah, as the other guy said, if you ever need anything or want to just talk, reach out to us on social media. We run those platforms. So there's a good chance you'll get in touch with one of us. So just, just thank you guys and be encouraged. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome words from awesome guys over there in Georgia, the peach capital of the United States. <laughs> um, just w- before we get into the song, pericardial effusion. Yes, I said it correctly. I will become a doctor now. I'm going to study and be a blood doctor. Uh, <laughs> you have inspired me. No, but uh, we are at the end of the show. I want to thank uh, thank the guys over here uh, with Blood Comes Cleansing. Uh, you can check them out on all major platforms. Uh, I'll have the website on below. You can click and for their merchandise when they get merchandise uh, after the uh, festival um, available. Awesome dudes. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook, Instagram. You, you'll see the uh, new shirt that they just posted uh, about a about an hour ago. Um, it's pretty awesome. The artwork is is great. It's Chris. It's typical metal artwork which is you know if it's not brutal it's not metal um it's a lot to look at if you um have add you'll be cleansed because you'll be fixated on that um just uh i also want to thank the heights of ellis county um uh with with their um their help in keeping the uh, johnny taco show going um i want to thank uh revival uh, at the Peak Church, uh, if you are in Middle Othian, Texas, or surrounding, and you need a church uh, that's that is awesome, they're uh, biblically centered uh, kind of uh, lessons. Uh, you can go check them out. Uh, they'll be on the um, they'll be on the description as well. Uh, Want to thank uh, my good friends at Finding Hope Festivals, which I am a part of now. Uh, thank them for having awesome shows. Uh, we do have a show on my birthday, and I guess you know what? I guess I'll tell you who they are. They are Disciple and the Protest. Uh, they'll be there on November eighteenth. So, uh, tickets are still available. All VIP tickets have been sold out, uh, but you'll be able to wish me a happy birthday, which is awesome. I'll be forty-seven years old, almost fifty. And oh look, we got stickers. We're showing stickers. Uh, it's a little pen. Oh, it's a pen. Yeah. It's not a pen. I mean, it's not a sticker. It's a. All right, see, he, he's messing <laughs> with my ADD right now, and Just I'm trying, trying to do my ending <laughs> spill, and he's messing with me. Ah. All right, no. Uh, Want to thank uh, DFW Christian Open Mic, Mr. Randy Tyler, for having uh, monthly services to bring awesome people from all genres to just sit there and and play and just fellowship and just relax in the Lord because we all need to be there. We we don't need to be at church only on Sunday. Church is more than two people. You can have church. Um, You know, you should be with Jesus every day. You shouldn't just leave him on Sunday and think, okay, well, We'll we'll just come back to you on Sunday, Jesus, and we're going to just live our life. No, Jesus is a huge part of my life, as as he should be with you. 
And if you don't have, uh, if you haven't been saved, you haven't been baptized, um, I, I, I urge you to do, to, to, to die the old you and to be resurrected in his blood. Uh, so without any more hesitation, I know you're tired of my babbling. Um, I just want to thank all the listeners, all the new listeners that happen to come upon here thinking that the Johnny Tacos is a Food Network special where you get to learn to make tacos. I hate to disappoint, but I also have to tell you there is edification. That's through Jesus Christ, through my constant babbling and my guest testimonies. Uh, and I just want to say thank you. You are welcome here. You did not come here by mistake. Jesus had something that he wanted to talk to you about. And uh, it was uh, it was through the guys here. Maybe it was something Jeremy said. Maybe it was something Zach said. But Jesus wants you back. He, he loves you. He's waiting patiently. Just give your heart to him. Um, with, with all the uh, diehard listeners, you know who you are. I have a specific set of skills. I am on all the platforms. I am on all the streaming music platforms. Uh, please like, subscribe, share. And here we go with para ah, i messed up again i i had to edit that out uh can you take that away jeremy because i i talk too much <laughs> you want me to say the name of the song yeah right. yep you mean to say uh like everything like your one line or two or ah you, no 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 not yet we're still recording for the show oh, sorry the name of the song you're about to hear is pericardial effusion here on the johnny taco show he forgot to say, which is awesome. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Thank you, Crane, which you're not here. You disappeared on us. But God bless y'all, dude. Keep your ministry going. And let's rock our faces off.
All right, that is the show. I want to thank my guests for giving out their testimony and listening to their awesome music. I want to give a shout out to all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon this podcast. Thank you. It is a Food Network special where you get to learn to make some awesome tacos. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is not a cooking show. But the one thing I would love to tell you is that you do get edification. You do get fed by the word of God, Jesus Christ, through the testimonies of my guests and my constant babbling. I want to tell you that you did not come here by mistake, that God had a plan for you to listen to this show and possibly, possibly help you out. Just want to let you know you are not alone. There are people out here that are awesome people, that are Christians, that would love you no matter who you are. And just to let you know, you are a child of God, and God is wanting you back home, old prodigal son. I want to thank all the new, oops, I already said the new listeners, but I would like to thank all the diehard listeners that happen to listen here. You are the Taco Supreme Street Taco Group that I love and cherish. Without, Like I said, without y'all here, I would be talking to the wall, and that would give ample ammunition to my wife to lock me up for good. Just want to give a shout-out to Chris Johnson, my director, the Street Taco Team. You know who you are to Finding Hope Festival, where they are Christ-centered, you know, emotional and mental health uh, through Christ-centered. And it's pretty awesome to listen to them and talk to them and be able to be a part of that group. I just want to give y'all a word of advice. When you feel like you're alone, when you feel like no one cares, when you feel like the only way is through your addiction, just remember, there was a perfect man that hit earth. There was a man of no faults, no flaws. And he died for your sins. He laid upon that cross so you could hold your head up high and enter the kingdom because God loves you so much that he sent his only son. And you can always turn around from all the addiction. You can always go back into that nice childlike state where you were innocent. All you have to do is just open your heart, give, give yourself to God, tell God, Father, I love you. I miss you. I am sorry I've left, but I'm back. And I know you have not forsaken me or left me. I know the path that I've took was for my own, my own uh, devices. But you know what? I see that I am a child and I see through child eyes. And once I become right with God, I shall see through adult eyes and I shall see my wrongdoings and cast them away and put them on your altar. And I just want to tell y'all, y'all have a great day. Have a great life. 
Remember to talk to your father daily. And don't have yourself a good day. No good, sir, good ma'am. Have yourself a great day. And as for the Johnny Taco Show, just to let you know, we love you. And we'll see you next time. Play that music, Chris. I said play that music.